Hello, everyone. Welcome or welcome back to Here is the Truth podcast, a podcast on racial microaggressions and the effects that they have on the Black, Indigenous, and people of color community. Speaking as your host, Naima Muhammad. Hello again. And so I was thinking, and I think that for this month, I'm going to shift over just a little bit. I was sitting down and I was like, I haven't really talked much about racial gas. I, like, I don't think I've talked about it much. Um, it might have been like incorporated into my episodes just very briefly, but um, racial gaslighting definitely has a big connection to racial microaggressions. And I would really like to talk to you all about it. So that's what we're doing today because it's definitely a very important concept that everyone should be aware of. So let's get right into it. So I'm sure you have all heard of gaslighting and are a bit familiar with the term, but if not, the technical definition of gaslighting is when someone persistently puts forth a false narrative which leads another person to doubt their own perceptions to the extent that they become disoriented and like or distressed. So just putting that into a more simple way of thinking about it, pretty much if someone is forcing you to question yourself about what really happened or makes you think that you're overreacting or doing too much, just things like that, things um, along the lines of that. That is very much gaslighting. So like for an example, um, let's say that someone started or tries to start an argument with you. And they somehow make it so that they're literally trying to convince you that you are the one who started the argument when obviously they started it. Um, And then they say things like you're overreacting or you're like being hysterical. So yeah, racial gaslighting is the exact same thing, except it's making the victim question their judgment when it comes to an issue regarding specifically racism. Um, a very, very common form of racial gaslighting that many, many people have experienced is when a person of color shares their story and tries to illustrate a racist interaction and the person who they are sharing the story with immediately jumps to questions like, are you sure that encounter had anything to do with race? Um, And just questions like that. Or maybe like, are you sure that those were their intentions and make comments as far as no you're just overthinking it or you're just not remembering it right those specific questions and comments which by the way make my blood boil um and any others that go as far as those are literally quite literally undermining the experience experience the victims have literally lived and had to go through firsthand and it's a horrible feeling to be the person on the other end who is being told that they're overreacting or it's not an issue regarding race, when they made it clear that it was, um, like they took the time to tell you this and you're telling them that it's not real or that they're overthinking it. So just generally looking at it from a broad perspective, isn't it so frustrating when someone tells you that you're overreacting about something that made you feel such a strongly negative way um, and you went out of your way to like tell them. Yeah, just just think about that question for like a second. 
So I'm just going to assume that the answer to the question is yes, which is exactly the point here. Um, there's a very obvious reason why these responses or just like immediate reactions aren't okay. Um, I believe that the, like, I so strongly believe guys that the purpose of these questions are just like responses is to make the person who has experienced racism firsthand and emphasis on firsthand, by the way, um, the purpose is to make them second guess what they remember, which obviously can lead to many factors like stress and just disappointment. And that is quite literally gaslighting. And something that's very similar to this and I've personally encountered is when a person of color is talking about systemic racism and the person that they are talking to is denying the existence of systemic racism when literally everyone should know just by watching the news, hearing about every the injustices that are happening in our country, everyone should know that systemic racism is an actual thing. Um, but when the person who you are telling is denying the existence of systemic racism, I would actually consider that to be racial gaslighting. And I'm using this specific example because, like I said, it's a very common one. And the so-called denial of systemic racism can lead to other topics and comments within the conversation that can also lead to racial gaslighting. Like when people say all lives matter, specifically in response to the Black Lives Matter protests. I actually posted something on my story time. I actually posted something on my Instagram story around June 2020 after the death of George Floyd, which happened on May 25th, 2020. And um, this was also exactly around the time the protests were happening. And someone responded to my story saying that all lives matter, like in all caps. And I responded with exactly this word for word. I'll read it to you guys. I said, to start off, I would like to say that there is a primary issue to saying all lives matter in response to Black Lives Matter. Of course, all lives matter, but it is used as a statement to diminish Black issues, which is not exceptional. The purpose of the Black Lives Matter movement isn't to exclude anyone, but to genuinely emphasize the lack of attention brought to the systemic racism and violence Black people are facing today. Excuse me. By having the audacity to say all lives matter in response to Black Lives Matter, you are silencing Black people. We want to be of importance and we want to be of significance. There is no way that valuing the lives of Black people in America are devaluing the, means that we are devaluing the lives of anyone else. So that's what I said. Um, I'm very proud of my response because it really did take like a lot of thought and effort into sending it. I was kind of scared to send it. I was like, maybe I should just ignore this. But it was just like constantly happening. So I'm like, I need to talk about it. And I'm like also this type of person. It's like when something is bothering me, I can't just like not say anything about it like I always feel the need to like speak up and say something which is like at times can be a very good thing um and I still stand by my beliefs and my response when it comes to that phrase but like to be completely honest I didn't know like I never really thought about the phrase all lives matter 
um, when it comes to being a response to Black Lives Matter as racial gaslighting until a couple of times after like I checked and like deeply thought about it and then I'm just like oh my god yeah it is a form of racial gaslighting like how was I so blinded like what tunnel vision was I in like how um and if you're wondering like how that phrase is um racial gaslighting it is because it diverts attention away from the necessary focus of systemic racism unjust systems and black lives but under the guise of like forced positivity like of course all lives matter we know this all of our lives matter every single human's life matters but at least from the encounters that I've had the phrase is always to use at the wrong time like it's always used when someone says like black lives matter um I read this article I believe, and someone said, quote, we don't want you to say all lives matter as we cry over the bodies of our Black family members, friends, and community because they were at the wrong place at the wrong time. We are left in the hands of an institution that stems from a constitution that encountered us at three-fifths of a person and continues to treat us as so. And I just thought that, that was such a powerful and meaningful quote. Um, and that it makes so much sense. Like, why would you gaslight, first of all, and say that all lives matter just in response to Black Lives Matter? Like, why can't, why do you feel the need to, like, take that attention away from specifically the Black Lives Matter movement? Um, so this constant undermining, twisting, and questioning of what you know to be true has a great effect on people of color. I should say negative effect because obviously it's like very negative effect. Um, not only are they experiencing racism, but on top of all of that, they have to battle other people's words because people, like people who gaslight specifically, repeatedly tell them that racism doesn't exist. Um, another article that I was reading a couple of days ago as I was doing my research, um, it was called as an Asian American, an Asian American, I'm tired of being gaslit by my peers. It was an article by Jennifer Lee. And there were very specific parts that really stood out to me, um, like this specific part when she said, quote, attacked me for my rampant anti-blackness that occurs in the older Asian generations. Informed me that Asians are ideal in the black struggle and decreed that I am a, of a lowly, ignorant, performative character. All in all, it was an excellent example of racial gaslighting. So this really stood out to me and it really made me think a lot and feel a certain type of way. Because I feel like this is very important for me to point out um, because like, it's just important for everyone to know um, because even within the black, indigenous and people of color community, we need to realize, like we need to come to the consensus that all of our struggles matter and all of us do face racism and we shouldn't diminish and like neglect other people of color's encounter with racism because that can literally be classified as a form of racial gaslighting and I think we all need to be aware of this. So another thing in the article that I wanted to share with you guys um, that Jennifer Lee stated is, quote, I need to be excuse me, quote, 
In Kathy Hong's book, Minor Feelings, she writes that educating white people about race requires all your powers of persuasion because it's not really about race. Rather, it's a metaphysical debate on whether or not you actually exist, you actually feel pain, or why your reality could be different from theirs. And it's even harder to prove you exist because the other person has all of Western history, politics, and culture on their side as proof that you don't actually exist. Asian American history and literature are non-existent in American classrooms. And less to talk about how white people acted as white saviors to colonize Asians were ignored until white Americans need to wield the good old model minority to keep BIPOC communities down by dangling the perception of our success, success in front of them like a carrot. And I'm reading this to you guys because I want everyone to just let that sink in for a moment. Constantly ignoring a race and the impacts it's had on history is something that needs to be changed. Like, I feel like we need to stop centering our studies, specifically in history class, on the Eurocentric views or, like, always bringing it back to the Eurocentric ideals. Like, we need to implement both into our history and English courses, actually, more history focusing on the impacts um, people of color have had on America's history and just history in general. And this is something I'm like so, so passionate about because it's something that I've talked to my teachers and my friends about. And it's always something that I've wanted um, I've wanted to actually be implemented. So, yeah, I just kind of went off topic for a little bit. I just feel like that was very important to incorporate into this episode just because it all stems back to racial gaslighting, racial microaggressions and just racism in general. So. Um, going back to specifically racial gaslighting, a really big impact of racial gaslighting, actually just like gaslighting in general, is that um, if such this like constant behavior um, can really, really negatively impact a person's mental health, like these things can lead to severe anxiety because obviously when you have to constantly question yourself, you panic and it just takes a huge toll on you. It can lead to low self-esteem, um, like constantly questioning yourself again. And if it impacts, it actually impacts more people than people think. I feel like because gaslighting, like sometimes people don't even know when they are gaslighting other people or are being gaslighted um, just because it's so embedded into our society and just like so normalized and people don't really speak about it often. Um, yeah. And that's why I wanted to speak about this um, today, because not only is it important to be aware of why you shouldn't gaslight others, but it's also important to recognize when you are being gaslighted by someone, because that can be hard to recognize. Like, I'm serious. Like, there's been so many times where I personally haven't been able to recognize just because I kind of was like so blindsided and like in the moment, it was just kind of a moment of panic, like like I said, like in the past, I didn't often recognize it. But now that I'm more aware and like conscious, I guess I can pick up on when um, I'm being gaslighted or when someone else is being gaslighted. So I just kind of like come up with ways to deal with racial gaslighting. So like, one way to deal with racial gaslighting is to make sure um, 
if you are comfortable, of course, to tell not just one person, but multiple people. And I advise this because it's important to know that you have people by your side, because obviously, like when you're being gaslighted by someone, it can make you feel like you don't have anyone by your side. And the story that you're making up is all in your head. Um, So it's important to have people by your side and people who can advise you on the next steps to take. And it's always just important to have like that comfort. Um, Another way that I would go about dealing with being racially gaslighted is by confronting the person or just explaining why it affected me. Like obviously, although it can be like really, really hard to speak up after being told that you're not making any sense or that you're overthinking, you're like you're doing too much. about your own experience again emphasis on your own um sometimes not always though it all depends on your comfort um in talking to them and because that's what's most important like obviously your comfort is the most important in the end but I find it that speaking to them helps because sometimes it may have been said out of ignorance But obviously, regardless, that's not an excuse. But I always, like I said before, I think I mentioned this, I said that I always feel the need um, to speak up and, like, make sure that they don't do it again. So I just tell them, just because I feel obligated to, and I just don't want to see it happening to anyone else. So, yeah, please, please, please make sure to be aware of racial gaslighting because, um it can really have a negative impact on people of color and it's something that shouldn't be so normalized and not talked about and so embedded into our society. So I think that's like it for this episode. But on a side note, I actually wanted to let you all know that I have some changes coming to this podcast very soon. I am very, very excited to share with you all. Um, I have a short episode coming out next month, I believe, yeah that will explain all of it. I will give you guys all the details. Um, Words cannot describe how excited I am for this. So thank you all so, so much for tuning into this episode. And I hope you all learned even just a little bit. I appreciate you guys so much. Um, Thank you so much. All right, that's it. Stay on the lookout and bye guys. (laughs) 